Welcome everyone to week Epi- episode what episode? Two. two. Okay. Technically. Okay. Welcome everyone to episode two of Media High. Music, I'm, music, 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 music. We music. should we actually put music into this or no? <laughs> we should just vocalize music every music, time. Music. Whenever there's got to be a transition, we should just do it a cappella. Right. Okay, pitch perfect. Let us let us know if you want music or not, or if you just want music, 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 <laughs> intro, intro. <laughs> I'm Chris Schwar. Uh, my co-host John Jorgensen. What's up, everybody? Um, we are ner- nerds talking media. <laughs> um, so we like to start off the episodes with a funny hypothetical. Um, I forgot to do mine, so I have a very last-minute lame one. Oh. John, sorry. John, if okay. you had to choose um, one meal of the day that could be your only meal, what would it be? Only meal... Okay, here's my problem with hypotheticals is I always have at least seven qualifying questions. Oh my gosh. And Air always gets really mad at me when I do that because she's like, it's just a hypothetical. It's not actually going to happen. By the way, really quick, um, we keep mentioning, John keeps mentioning Air or Aaron. That's his wife. Yes. And and from this point on, I will no longer clarify that. Yeah. Because I feel like at least four times an episode, I'm like, Air, Aaron, my wife. She blah, 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 blah. Anyway, okay, so from now on, Air or Aaron is John's wife. That's the last time we'll speak of it. Yes, it's the last time we'll speak of her. Qualifying questions. Um, So what was the... If you had to pick one meal, and that could be your only meal. Now, can I pick a new meal every day? Or it's it's the rest of my life. So really the question is, if you can only have one meal for the rest of your life, what would it be? Uh, Yes. Sorry, I didn't (laughs) word it correctly. (laughs) It would probably be pizza. That's not a meal. Yeah, it is. Like, what would you say? I meant like breakfast, lunch, or dinner. Oh, are you kidding? <laughs> That's really easy. <laughs> uh, it would probably be breakfast. Okay, so because yeah. I have the same, pretty much the same thing for breakfast every single day. Which is what I make myself: two eggs, sunny side up, breakfast potatoes. And some veggie sausage with jelly toast. Fancy. I make that pretty much every day. How long coffee. does that take you to make? Probably like 15, 20 minutes. Oh my gosh, that sounds exhausting. No, it's peaceful. It's, it's quite nice. Is I, that when you watch Philip DeFranco? Yeah, oh, I, I watch it once I sit down and start oh, eating. Oh, okay. Yeah, so. Nice. What about you, breakfast? So, <laughs> so really the question actually is, if you had to choose breakfast, lunch, or dinner, and you could only have that for the rest of your life. I think that I stated it correctly. I think a meal is breakfast, lunch, or dinner. No. A specific food is... No. Like, if you had to choose one food, it would be pizza. Because then I'm only choosing between three things. That's a totally different thing. Okay. But breakfast is like... No one ever has dinner for breakfast. Not true. That's weird. Well, sometimes I have dessert for breakfast. People have breakfast for dinner all the time. Does anybody ever have ice cream for breakfast? Yeah. Great. Well, that me too. <laughs> Would you? So is dessert as an option in these four? Well, no. Dessert's more okay, of a but, snack. But I. So I would choose brunch. I think. That's combining two. That's totally cheating. Okay. No. 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 Hear me out. <laughs> that's totally, brunch. That brunch is... is known as a meal. I mean, like, brunch is very widely... You can say, like, liner. Liner is not widely known, but brunch is, like, Sunday I mean, morning No, because then you have the best of both worlds of exactly. breakfast and lunch. That's, that's cheating. The point. That's choosing two. 
I just want, I want chicken and waffles though. I, I just, I, I disagree. Have you ever had chicken and waffles? I have. I'm not a huge fan. I haven't had a good one yet. Um, I think I need to go down south. Probably. Yeah. That probably has the best kind. I've been to two like hipsterish kind of upscale restaurants and they try to do their own like fancy spin on chicken and waffles and I'm like, no, I just want I a just big waffle <laughs> and a regular piece of fried yeah, chicken. That's it. You can make your own. You could have an Eggo with KFC. <laughs> that would be incredible. We call it fast food chicken and waffles. I think that Eggos should be added to KFC's menu just for that. Just fact. for that. Yeah. yeah. For the brunch be. lovers. Okay, anyway, what's your hypothetical? Okay, my hypothetical, which once again will lead us into today's main conversation. Incredible. My hypothetical is if you could have dinner, not brunch. Okay. Dinner. Could with, I switch it to brunch if I really wanted to? <laughs> if you to? really wanted to, okay. yes. Uh, if you could have a meal, share a meal with one celebrity yeah. living, okay. who would it be? I don't, I don't want to be cliche. What's, what's, what's well, going to make you cliche? I don't know. I don't know. Do you have your answer? I don't. Okay. That's why I'm hoping you go first so I can think oh, of Oh, jeez. Um, okay, well, the first person who popped into my mind was like, Casey Neistat or Dan Mace because that would just be interesting but I also feel like you consider Dan Mace a celebrity? a growing celebrity okay he just crossed 700,000 alright this is this is gonna be part of the conversation right I know that's one of the questions I have written down um so if I had to choose a celebrity I don't I have I, I have no idea no idea? no well do you have an idea well you I know exactly. Who I'm guessing now, who you're now that I've had two seconds to think about. Yeah, it. is it a is it a like athlete? No, actually. Oh, surprisingly. Okay, yeah. I thought it would be an athlete um, because I would have a hard time choosing one yeah. athlete. Right. Um, I think mine would be Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Mm. Mm-hmm. Because he he seems, and from what I've heard, like other people talking about him in interviews and things, genuinely nice. Yeah. And fun. Yeah. And you know all of those things, right. uncharming. But also, he's incredibly, like, his story of his life is in, is amazing. You yeah. Know, he used to be homeless, all these things, played college football, was then a wrestler, and now is one of the biggest celebrities in the entire world. Right, you right. know, one of the most recognizable people. Right. And so I would just love to, like, pick his brain and talk about that. Also, I think, like, his, the way he does social media is perhaps better than, like, any other actor celebrity does not Will Smith. Do you, Will, Will Smith's Smith. great. Do you follow The Rock on Instagram? His Instagram, it's a great follow. Shouts to The Rock. On Instagram? Oh yeah, okay. great follow on Instagram. I think that I changed mine. I think that I figured out who Talk I wanted to, wanted to be. I think that I would want to get a meal with John Mulaney. Oh, that's fun. That's cool. Because like he has... He's like such a or ooh okay here's another big oh, one. Oh gosh, there's a lot coming into my mind now. You're gonna... Um, maybe Aaron Sorkin. Do you know who that is? Oh, do I know who Aaron Sorkin? We've is? talked about Don't this. You do. I'm sorry. Me. I'm sorry. Aaron maybe Sorkin Aaron is Sorkin a, is a writer. He wrote West Wing and Newsroom. Which, if you haven't seen Newsroom, stop listening just, to just this watch right Moneyball. Now. You did. Mm-hmm. I just, just watched, watched Moneyball again. So yeah, um, he he rewrote the script to Moneyball technically. Oh really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know. That. Yeah, he didn't. I knew. I thought it. that he wrote. he rewrote it, but he wrote Social Network. He wrote Social Network. Yeah, yes, which is also an incredible film. Incredible, incredible. Which I'm sure we'll mention. We've already mentioned it twice in the podcast. Well, it it has a lot to a lot of what uh, 
what now is the current state of media revolves around that's true the origin stories of facebook so um, really quick about the rock shout out to matty avella on the ground up show podcast oh, his I'm... so there's this podcast the ground up show um with matty avella as the host and he has different guests on every week and his big campaign and like he has a website for it and a, a to get the rock a jingle now every time he mentions it he has a jingle um is to get the rock on the podcast i haven't found a lot of like long form interviews with the rock which surprises me he's so busy i guess so i just figured he would like make the rounds onto some of like the bigger interview like i'm surprised he hasn't gone on like the tim ferris show yet yeah because like tim ferris had jamie fox on for like a three-hour show and it was one of my favorite podcasts i've three ever listened hours? to yeah it was like him and jamie fox talking for three hours one of the best podcasts i've ever listened jamie fox in baby driver was terrifying <laughs> yeah Jamie Foxx is Honestly, great. incredible work, Jamie Foxx. I Fox. love Have you seen the clip from the Late Show with James Corden with him and Jamie Foxx singing? No, I don't think oh, so. Oh, it's funny. They're sing- so they're singing, um, what's it called when it's open source? This is showing my lack of knowledge in the open world. Open source? So like when a piece of music is not like row, row, row your boat, what is that? Um... Oh, they do like a round? No, 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 no. What's it called? When a piece of music is like, it's not un- under any copyright. Oh, it's just like, yeah, copyright free or... No, but w- there's a name for it. I don't know. Oh my gosh. This is going to bother me. doesn't have, there's no rights, open source, sure. <laughs> Are we going to just call it open source? Sure. Yeah, so anyway... I would say copyright free. Anyway, James Corden and Jamie Foxx are seeing and like making all of these open source, which I, is not the right term for it. <laughs> But um, making all of these, like, songs into, like, these big ballads. It's funny. Oh, that's fun. I'll yeah. That. Yeah. Wow. This has really been going on for a while. John. Needless to say, I would have, I would have brunch with Dwayne Johnson. And you never really chose. No, Which I makes sense considering oh, okay. your answer for your hypothetical, which was, <laughs> I'm basically going to choose all three of the meals so that I don't have to change my life at all. <laughs> Um, what are we I'm, talking about? I'm today? gonna change it to John Mulaney officially. Okay, that's great. Today we we'll get him on the phone. Uh, everyone's dying. What <laughs> was that noise? I think they're doing like some work upstairs, oh which is gosh. the wrong day to do it because we have to record this. We have videos to record, so hopefully it doesn't go on for very long. Yeah, this is terrifying. So please. Anyway, today we're talking about celebrities and specifically social media celebrities yes um kind of what makes a social media celebrity how did they get there what do we think about them what's the future of celebrities in general um so john i want to start with a question okay. at at what point does someone become a quote celebrity that's a good so i was thinking about this today before we started and i was thinking about this distinction between being a celebrity and having celebrity. Because the the word celebrity is more of a, what would you call it? What is the part of speech? It's an adjective or like a possessive, like you have a sense of celebrity or that person has a sense of celebrity right. more than it's a noun of you are a celebrity. Okay. So me, the crossover happens in my mind as I was thinking about it, like someone like, Let's talk about Casey Neistat, for example. You think of Casey. Casey's a YouTuber, period. You know, like that's what you would see. You could easily categorize him. He's a giant YouTuber, 
So he has a lot of celebrity, but I wouldn't necessarily categorize Casey Neistat as a celebrity. A celebrity to me is someone who you're like, like the Kardashians, for example. Like Kim Kardashian, what is she? A celebrity. She's a celebrity. She's not a model. She's not a a producer. She's not this or, or, you know, a businesswoman. She's all of those things, but you can't categorize her as one thing. So we just call her a celebrity because she's famous, you know, um, that, that's sort of the delineation that I sort of am making in my mind right now. At least what about you? I don't know. See, that's interesting. I personally, I think I would think of, which doesn't really answer your question, by the way. Sorry. So maybe the, the, when someone becomes a celebrity is when they transcend that one thing that they were known for Okay. and they can no longer be categorized as anything, but that person's just really freaking famous so like so you would clarify you would qualify it with the fact that like a celebrity is just known for themselves not necessarily for yeah their work. well yeah, like jamie fox for example okay like i wouldn't i i don't categorize jamie fox as just an actor anymore because he's not he's jamie fox okay because of all the other stuff that he's done because of how musical he is and he put out albums you know before he was an actor yeah. you know all yeah, yeah, those yeah. things interesting see yeah so that's not really my that wasn't really my thought process coming into this but that makes a lot of sense um and i can see how that fits but like even the kardashians didn't they start on social media like where where did the kardashian kardashian where did the kardashians come from they came from the oj simpson trial really see i didn't even know that you didn't know this no okay so you know OJ. Yeah. You know how much do you know about the OJ Simpson? Like not a ton. Okay, so OJ Simpson was a famous football player. Right. Was charged well, was acquitted for killing his wife. Right. Um and the Kardashian's dad was a good friend of OJ. And they they were like sort of part of the trial, not really. Their dad definitely was yeah. Rob Car- Rob Kardashian, I believe his name was. Um, and he was like he represented OJ. He was like part of that whole trial. That sort of thrust them into the light. Okay. Then once again, they were thrust into the light when their father passed away, and Chris, their mom, married uh, what's Caitlyn Jenner, who was. Um, Bruce Jenner, yeah. who's famous Olympian. Right. And so when those two like powerful families came together, that thrust them even further into the spotlight. And then Kim, I think originally, we should ask Air about this, was a ri- ri- originally was like a model. And that was sort of the big thing that thrust yeah. them. And then they got their TV show, which then put them into making products and things like that. Right. So, yeah, I mean, the Kardashians, I mean, really from the beginning, were kind of just famous for being famous. That's... I hate that. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I, yes. So like, I but think you gotta give them. You gotta give them credit. And I always say this: you, whether whether you agree with like how they do it or not, there is something to be said for being relevant and highly relevant. Whether it's a, a good or bad relevance, you gotta give someone credit for being relevant as long as they have. Yeah, true. You don't have like twenty seven seasons of a reality show without being smart in some way or at least surrounding yourself with very smart people. Yeah. Yeah. So like so I would call let's go back to Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yes. Like obviously he's a celebrity. 
Yeah. But like, I think I respect, I respect him as a celebrity so much more because he's a celebrity who like did something to yeah. achieve his, his celebrity. Yeah. Or maybe it just has what he has done to achieve his celebrity has more value to you personally. Yeah, true. That's you know, true. that might be part of it because like the Kardashians have done something as well. Like it doesn't, it, you don't just like, it doesn't take zero work to create yeah. a TV show yeah. around your life or create these products or, you know, all these things. It doesn't right. take, it takes work for you know? sure. And it provides value to some people. Yeah. Well, apparently a lot of people. So speaking to social celebrities specifically, is there such a thing as a social media celebrity? So this is some, I was thinking about this as well before we started because the, the term that is often used when we talk about a social media celebrity is often like the word influencer is used a lot. Mm-hmm. But that's but I think so specific to, to like marketing and really specific to like Instagram. Yeah. You know, like someone like Zach King, for example is thought of as like this influencer when he's doing when he's doing like a campaign for Burger King but when he's just making like a fun magic illusion video he's just a content creator yeah you know did you know that my sister Kim she went to the same school as him and met him a couple of times oh really yeah his wife we she is from around here Oh, really? Yeah, we grew up together, like, going to the same church, serving oh, the same wow. church. Isn't that funny? Yeah. Small worlds. After worlds all. collide. <laughs> um, but I, I definitely think there's a such thing as a social media celebrity. I mean, look at even, like, Logan and Jake Paul. They yes. are... And I think that that is what everyone thinks of when they oh, think social sure. media celebrity. For sure. Um, and th- But then there's, like, the... the it, what's What's really interesting is, like, the... The social media celebrity. When did that really start, would you say? Not long ago. Not very long ago at all. I mean, I was just reading a little bit about, like, the history of smartphones. And I always forget that the the first iPhone came out in 2007? I didn't have my first iPhone until college. Yeah. Which was, like, 2010 for me. When right. I was late, a little late to the game for the iPhone. Model. Right. So, but they've... But iPhones and smartphones in general have only been around for 10, 12 years. Mm-hmm. Which is insane. Yeah, which really about. gave... Which really gave way to the rise of what you would call a social media influencer right. or celebrity. Absolutely. Because no one was... These, these people like the Pauls or Lily Singh or, you know, all these mm-hmm. people, they weren't household names. I mean, they're still not household names, but depends on the household. Yeah, exactly. They weren't, they weren't people who had like a truly dedicated fan base until you could carry them around in your hand. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it it connects. So it it grows connections so much easier when there's just so much more access to it. Yeah. And so many more platforms. I mean, before the smartphone, there was YouTube came out in early 2000s, 2006 maybe. Yeah. Um, Facebook came out early 2000s. Mm-hmm. And then, but then with the smartphone came Instagram, Twitter. Was part of it Vine? I mean, well, let's, let's, I think it's interesting to see people who've, who have grown from social media into mainstream celebrities. Mm-hmm. Like, um, Bo Burnham started. Yeah, he was a YouTube kid. 
Yeah, he was YouTube and then Vine, and he has now grown into a huge comedian, and then... Um, just directed his just directed first movie. Eighth grade, which is very critically acclaimed. Right. Um, but then there's people like, um, who is the person that Sean Mendes? Yeah. Sean Mendes started on Vine as well. I mean, he, you could even go as far as say Justin Bieber was originally a social media celebrity because of those like viral YouTube drumming videos of him as a kid. Yeah. You know. That and I don't know necessarily the history of it whether those came first or those came after like Baby came out and yeah. people were like, look, he's been doing this since he was a little kid. Yeah. But regardless, there was a, a piece of Justin Bieber's virality and fame came from social media and came from his presence on that from a very very young age. Uh, but I I think Vine is underrated in in what it did for social media celebrities because you think about a lot of the the people now like the Paul brothers or Zach King Zach started King. on Vine yeah all of like a lot of the, these people who had especially people who do comedy mm-hmm. you know they like King Batch you know yeah. and all that stuff like they all started on Vine and Vine really then gave way to them going over to Instagram or going over to YouTube or going and getting their own comedy specials produced and things like that. Which was really only after Vine died, I think. Oh, for sure. I mean, it's just, if, which is sad, it just, like, Vine had huge success. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't able to market that success, yeah. to profit off of that success. But on the other side, really one of the first times I remember hearing that... I remember seeing, like, a Logan Paul Vine years ago. Yeah. And he had, like, a Coca-Cola can in his hand or something. And someone, one of my friends told me, like, yeah, Coke paid him to make this six-second video. Yeah. And that was the first time that I was like, oh, like, people are paying these people who aren't celebrities. I wouldn't, I didn't consider them celebrities at this time. They're willing to pay these people to basically advertise right. for them. Yeah, there's a, one of the artists that I follow on Instagram, Minnie Small, is um, she's doing, she's the last couple posts, and I think she's still doing it, is, is based around Sprite, um, and like in, including Sprite in these posts, and like in these art posts, which is really interesting to me, of this like cross brand of like a just art soda, but then going to an artist to mm-hmm. help like maximize that reach into all of these different niches um which is interesting so not we're like kind of in this uh area so i'm just gonna dive down this rabbit hole of talking about celebrity as as a business um and specifically like influencer marketing and things like that so when we brought up the idea of talking about this as an episode the first thing that came to mind was as usual, a Philip DeFranco video that I saw probably about a month ago now. And he I think was, I'm thinking the same He was talking about the pay gap yeah. between... So um, Hopper, which is a website, they came out with this list of the like most... The, the Instagram rich list. Mm-hmm. So these people who get paid X amount of money for a post. And Kylie Jenner was right at the top. She has like 110 million Instagram followers. She and she reportedly, this was this is them guessing, but reportedly gets paid a million dollars for a a post for a what do, what do you call it? 
a sponsored a post. sponsored post, like essentially featuring clothing a dedicated brand or post. Yeah, that's the word that I was thinking. Right. Of. So, but the the what was really sort of interesting about the video that Philip DeFranco put out is he talked about the difference between what someone like Kylie Jenner gets paid to do that versus someone like Lele Pons, who is a uh, like beauty comedy YouTuber, essentially a digital influencer. Like we're talking about a social media celebrity, whereas Lele Pons has like 20 million, 26 million Instagram followers. So far less Instagram followers, but her actual engagement, the numbers are right around in terms of how many likes she gets per post, how many views she gets per Instagram video. They're right around the same as Kylie Jenner, but Lily Pons is reportedly getting around $30,000 per yeah, post, geez. which is ridiculously less. Yeah. Now, one of the things that, as I did more research on this this morning, that I thought perhaps wasn't necessarily uh, developed enough or thought about enough with Philip DeFranco's video was the idea that Kylie Jenner has 110 million followers. So even if she's not getting that much reach, it's the potential reach Mm -hmm. that they're paying Mm -hmm. for. And it's the brand of Kylie Jenner that they're paying for. What was most interesting about this list, and I think I still have it pulled up, is when you get down to... So no, no like digital influencer shows up until number 20 on the list, which is, I don't know how to pronounce her name, Huda, Huda, Katan. She's a beauty influencer. And then Laylee Pons is 21. But Floyd Mayweather is 19th on the list, the boxer. At 19th, Floyd Mayweather, a boxer, has 20 million Instagram followers, reportedly gets $107,000 per post, per dedicated post. The very next person on the list, Huda Katan, who has 26 million, 6 million more followers than Floyd Mayweather, it drops all the way down to $33,000 yeah, a post. That's crazy. That's what's crazy to me. Mm-hmm. Because someone like The Rock or Selena Gomez or Kylie Jenner, like they have over 100 million followers. Mm-hmm. The potential for that is what you pay for. But when you get down to people like... Floyd Mayweather literally has less followers. Steph Curry, who's also on the list, literally has less followers than these beauty bloggers or influencers. And the beauty influencers aren't even getting paid half of what an a- these athletes are. The next are. highest person, right. Which, so, so I guess part of my question, and the question that brings is why is that? I think it's because... Um, the world is a broad generalization, but the world that mainly being these people, these companies who have always traditionally been involved with more traditional celebrities, more traditional like TV networks, more traditional media have yet to catch on to the fact that traditional media is being pushed out by digital media. Hmm. That is that, YouTube and Instagram and Twitter and the streaming platforms that we talked about last week are all taking over the media space and the celebrities who are being talked about more, I think, by generation, is it X or Z? Well, which one? Would you My generation. Generation Z. Generation Z. The, the, our celebrities are not like are more of the social media celebrities are more of the digital influencers than they are the traditional movie stars. I mean, I know people who don't know who George Clooney is. Right. Totally. And it's like, which is, which is crazy to me because he's amazing. Yeah. But 
that it, it showed. But George Clooney is is more of an old school oh, celebrity. Absolutely, you know. And it's like, and I think that I don't think that's very surprising that people don't know who he is because he is several years in the past. Mm-hmm. I mean, but it just shows you that that these traditional celebrities like Dwayne the Rock Johnson, like Will Smith, in order to stay current in the generation that's going to be watching them the most in the coming years, mm-hmm. they need to switch over. They need to become more involved in digital media, not just traditional media. As much as they are creating and doing movies that are ve- that very mainstream, big studio movies, mm-hmm. the way that someone like Dwayne Johnson stays relevant with the next generation is by doing just as much content on mm-hmm. Instagram. Yeah. Because... They might, they're not gonna, they're not watching TV, you know, someone who's 17, 16 years old isn't watching TV necessarily to see the new trailer for Skyscraper, but they are scrolling through their Instagram feed where they see Dwayne Johnson post a video from the set of Skyscraper Mm -hmm. talking about how excited he is for the movie. Personally promoting it. Exactly. On his, and like we, people in that age group aren't going to go see a movie because they saw a trailer, they're gonna go see a movie because they saw the influencer behind, the person that they love behind the trailer. Right. Is in it. Well, and I think that's that's sort of the the big difference between the generation like Generation X, like our parents, versus millennials are kind of in the middle of this, and then Generation Z is very much on the social media uh, celebrity side of it. Yeah. The difference is. Generation X, our parents grew up in a time where media was not as diverse. There were five or six channels or networks or, or, you know, newspapers or whatever it was that told you, here are the people that matter. Here are who the celebrities are. These six people, you were told, these are, this is who's famous. Whereas now because of social media and because of the internet, we have the power to choose who matters to us. Mm-hmm. And so it's so much more diverse. There's no gatekeepers saying this person matters, this person doesn't. There's a million platforms, whether you whether it's Facebook, whether it's Instagram, whether it's YouTube, where you can choose, I'm going to build my following here. I'm going to build my fame on this platform. And it's way more like niche than it used to be. Like being a celebrity is no longer maybe necessarily about appealing to the masses, but really mattering to that one niche of people where you are famous with those million folks or those hundred thousand people. Which I think addresses, we didn't actually, I didn't actually answer your question of why do you think that pay gap is so right substantial? And I think that is exactly it. It's these traditional advertisers who are wanting to go to the celebrities that they see and pay them to promote their stuff they don't understand that on social media, you can have a smaller following with just as much engagement. Mm-hmm. Like, then you can have 1 million subscribers and have just as much engagement as you do as, as somebody else that has 10 million, mm-hmm. but less engagement. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's now about, it's, it, it's more about the trust that as, as someone who is watching or someone who's being advertised to, it's now more about the trust that I have in that person mm-hmm. because of social media. I have a more personal relationship with these celebrities that I'm following, or at least I feel like I do. 
So it's more about having trust in the person rather than having trust in the company or having trust in the platform or the news outlet that's telling me that I should trust yeah. this person. Yeah. It's I've actually taken the time and learned things about Kylie Jenner through her posts, through watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians. That's why I trust her and that's why I'm going to listen to whatever she tells me to buy. But I think another big portion of it is how influencers value themselves as well. Because here's the thing, Lele Pons could easily show those numbers that Philip DeFranco was talking about, that she's getting similar engagement to someone like Kylie Jenner and be like, I deserve $800,000 a post. She could say that. The problem is they're going to be like, okay, that's crazy. We'll just go to the person right under you who we can still get for $30,000. Yeah. So it almost needs to be like this, this decisive, uh, this, this deciding point amongst all digital influencers yeah. that we are no longer going to give our sort of attention at a discount. We're going to know what we're worth and we're going to act accordingly and we're going to charge accordingly. Yeah. There I just, suppose. there needs to be a shift in, in the culture of advertising, I think. Yeah. Cause it's, I think it's clear that it's, it's worth it. Um, especially depending on what the company is and what the product is and who they're trying to reach. Yeah. Because like we were saying before, these these digital influencers have way more of a niche following than the sort of general following that a, a more mainstream celebrity might have. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. Um, I think that um, this is a great place to take a break. Um, we are going to move in really quickly to our two-minute tech talk. Ooh, I'm going to go take a nap. Okay, great. John is not interested, <laughs> so we'll be right back to the conversation after our two-minute tech talk. Welcome to Two Minute Tech Talk, covering the latest media technology. With still over a month to go before the official Google launch, a prototype Pixel 3 XL was left in the back of a Lyft car. This is just the latest in a long string of leaks. Samsung CEO DJ Ko hinted that there may be a foldable phone announced as soon as this year, possibly released at Samsung's developer conference in November, although it is unclear when a foldable device would be available for consumers. This is not the first time Samsung has talked about its plans for a foldable smartphone. There have been talks on the topic for years with many different companies trying their hand at bendable displays, though it seems most likely that Samsung will be the first to achieve a fully foldable phone as they are widely seen as the king of OLED displays. The 2018 IFA conference being held in Berlin this week has not brought anything particularly interesting to the table, although there have been several mid-range smartphones announced, most of which will never even be released in the US. Only one flagship smartphone made the cut, the Sony Xperia XZ3, another incremental upgrade from Sony. Alongside several mid-range smartphones, Polaroid released a low-level laptop featuring only 2GB of RAM and a total of 32GB of internal storage. I'm going to let you decide how you feel about that. If you've ever said to yourself, I need a smartphone wrapped around my wrist, then Nubia has the answer. Displaying a screen that, well, wraps around your wrist. This wearable smartphone looks like a slightly stylish, slightly bulky watch but does represent extremely promising advances in the wearable category of devices. Nubia says it is hoping to start sales in China by the end of this year. Are curved smartphones the future? We'll just have to see. That's all for this week on Tech Talk. Stay tuned for next time in the latest in media technology. Okay, we're back after that snooze fest. 
I hate that stupid segment. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, Chris does a fantastic job. He works hard on it every week. I just couldn't care less about any of the content. <laughs> he, he actually leaves it. the room. I actually do leave the room. He was just chowing down on a banana while I was doing that. Yes, I was. Um, okay. So, to move us into the second half here, um, I have a question, which is, what is the influence that celebrities, and specifically social celebrities, have? Yeah, so the the... What's most interesting to me in that is that we refer to sort of general cele- you know, general celebrities in the, the Kardashian, Will Smith, you know, that realm. We refer to them as celebrities, whereas, like we were talking about before, we refer to, like, social media people as influencers. Yeah. Which sort of, I think, clues us into the fact that the, the depth of influence, I think think is greater on social platforms Absolutely. than it is in the more mainstream version. Because here's the thing. Ed Sheeran, for example. Ed Sheeran is going to get me to buy his music because I like his music. Ed, I don't really care what running shoes Ed Sheeran wears yeah. if he runs. Yeah. Different, though, if Casey Neistat is like, here's the running shoes that I use... I'm going to look those up. Because we see him running every day. Right. And, and we, we see their lives. We, it goes back to this idea of social media celebrities, influencers, so much of their fame and their following is because they have created what seems like a more personal connection mm-hmm. or more personal relationship with their audience. Mm-hmm. And that builds trust. Yeah. That means I trust that whatever, you know, wherever they shop, I also want to shop. As far as like whatever French press they use to make their coffee, I want to use that to make my coffee. And so the the influence that they have, I think, is far greater than a traditional celebrity or athlete, which is also why I think I am far less forgiving of when I see a social media celebrity perhaps doing something that I would deem irresponsible or stupid or, you know, whatever it is, or just even like language that they use or whatever it is, I have way less patience for that than when perhaps a athlete or someone else does. Yeah. Because the way that a 13-year-old guy follows Logan and Jake Paul is very different than the way a 13-year-old guy follows an NBA player. Yeah. They will do whatever they see those guys doing. Yeah. And so I think there's an incredible... Because they see that as celebrity. Exactly. And there's, there's an incredible sense then of responsibility that I think social media celebrities have that I don't think all of them take as seriously as they should, yeah. perhaps. So I just saw a video yesterday. Do you know the channel Yes Theory on YouTube? I think I've heard the name, but I don't so know. So they... Um, it's this channel on YouTube called Yes Theory, and it's this group of guys, and they basically set themselves challenges or goals, um, and try to achieve them. Mm -hmm. Um, so a couple of them were like, have a pool party in a famous person's backyard. Or the one that they just, this, a huge one that they just did was get Will Smith to hella bungee with them. Oh, Which he agreed to do. Yeah. Um, but a video that they just put out. I don't actually remember when it was. It was recently, but they asked um, their followers. They asked. They wanted to complete one 
or orbit in quotes around the earth in number of miles run by their followers. So they asked all of their followers to run one mile and like the orbit around the earth is something like 24,000 miles. Hmm. And, and within the first day, 27,000 people were like pledged to, to run a mile. And it's, it was for awareness for something. Um, but it just is, speaks so clearly to the fact that these influencers really do have influence mm-hmm. on their audience to get their audience to participate with them, to get their audience to move onto different platforms. Yeah. I'm looking at um, Couples Therapy became the number one podcast on Anchor. Boom. Like that, like be- because of the influence that they have to move their followers around to different platforms. Yeah. Yeah, it's such a niche following that it really is this creating of like a tribe of people. And that, I think, is why more traditional movie studios or recording studios or television shows are really pushing their stars, the star of their movie or the star of their TV show, to be active on social media. But the thing is, you can't, if you're Chris Pratt, for example, and Jurassic World is coming out, you can't all of a sudden start posting on Instagram just because your movie's coming out. Because no one's paying attention to you there. Yeah. You need to be posting consistently so that, like The Rock, you have this, like The Rock himself, in and like with his own influence on his Instagram, will guarantee to make his movie successful because of how many people just by saying on his Instagram, "You should come see my movie this weekend," he will literally put it in the top of top five of the box office all by himself. Even for a movie like Skyscraper, which was not very good, like it almost doesn't matter. Yeah, The Rock is 114 million followers on yeah. Instagram. It's crazy. His last video got 4.4 million views. Look at when was that posted? Also. That was posted 16 hours ago. Yeah, in less than a day. 4.4 million views. His last picture got 3.8 million likes, which was two days ago. The two days ago, two days ago, four days ago. I mean, he's posting multiple things a day. Yeah. Which is like for me, if I do that, it's like a death sentence. Like people will not like if I post twice in a day. Like, the, the difference in likes or engagement is incredible, like, meaning way less. But for him, it, it's, it's just, it's different. Now, think about another, perhaps, actor or celebrity who maybe like, Leonardo DiCaprio. Let's look up Leo on Instagram. Now, Leo probably doesn't have these goals, but where's Leo at? 25.6 million followers. Okay. Which is t- more than I expected, to be honest. Yes. But his last photo only got 300,000 likes. Yeah. Which one was that posted? That was posted two days ago. Yeah. Like, and, and now, it, it really depends on the goal. Like, Leo, trust, like, trust me, Leo has no, uh, he has no problem having a certain amount of celebrity. He yeah. is, when, when you look up celebrity on Wikipedia... The first picture that comes up is Leonardo DiCaprio. So, like, that's probably not his goal either. But I think there is something to be said in the fact that, like, when when we go back to talking about how much influence, really, I think the people who have the most influence are the people like, we keep going back to it, but like the Kardashians, like Selena Gomez, like Dwayne Johnson, these people who are able, these traditional celebrities who recognize how important it is if you want to have the most influence possible of then leveraging these digital platforms. That's actually how you get influence. You can get noticed. You can get notoriety in the more traditional sense, 
where people will recognize you, but people will care about you when you go to these digital platforms. And if so talking about the difference in traditional celebrities and social celebrities on Instagram and the difference in followers and likes. So Leonardo DiCaprio has 25 million followers and his last photo got 250,000 likes right. or 300,000 likes. Casey Neistat has 3.2 million followers, more than 20 million less, and his last photo got 350,000 likes. Yeah. So 50,000 more likes per photo yeah. with over 20 million less followers. Yeah. And because it's because people care. It's because he's it. built a tribe. He's yeah. built a personal connection with his audience. People care about him personally, which maybe that, that for me has been the biggest light bulb, I think. If, if your goal is just for your name to be known by as many people as possible, then the answer is still to go the traditional route mm-hmm. of becoming a traditional movie star or a traditional, you know, becoming U2 or, you know, Coldplay or one of like the biggest bands or, you know, whatever it is in the world. That's the way to do it. Which is... Easy. <laughs> <laughs> so easy. It's just like go to the traditional just go to the, No baby. But, but if that's your goal, just for as many people as possible right. to know your name, like to, to be as recognizable as possible, then yes, go the traditional route. But if your goal is to have the most influence or to make the biggest difference or to have as many people care about mm-hmm. you as possible, then it's the definitely the social route. Yeah, it's absolutely. platforms like YouTube and Facebook and Instagram especially building you know. building a connection yeah. building a tribe absolutely. with your audience absolutely um so here's so then here here we go so then one of the big questions i had is what is then the measure of celebrity because we talked about uh, how much people care about you how much perhaps like attention you get versus how much how recognizable you are or how many people know your name or is it how much money you make? Yeah. Like what, how do you... Well, isn't it just the verified symbol next to your name on uh, Instagram? I mean, please, that, can we get, that's can we get it, me right? there? Like your boy <laughs> just wants, to, wants that blue check mark. That's an... What is the... This is a sidetrack. What, what what's is the, the level? What is it? Can I email Instagram right now and be like, yo, there's other accounts with my name yeah i don't like it can you verify me y'all yeah it's because it's crazy there's this i will make fake accounts in my own name if it means i can get verified is that the level when other people maybe i mean otherwise why would they verify it why would they verify accounts i don't know to show that i'll make a fake account for you john please do i will there's a there's there was one once i'll just (laughs) there was one one but then i discovered that it was just a person who was like every three weeks changing the name of their oh, account to like yeah. another person, you know? Wow, but you got you got one of those yeah. names. They were at one time Barack Obama, not shortly after whoa, they became whoa. John Dorgan. I don't like to brag, but I was in the same account name <laughs> as Barack Obama. So at one point. Me and uh Mr. President were pretty close. Yeah, no, we don't it's breezy. <laughs> it's so breezy. Let's start a campaign get it's Barack so on the breezy. podcast. But how do you, so but seriously, how do you specifically Okay. How do you measure celebrity? Um, I think it really deals a lot with have I heard of them without discovering them myself? Meaning? Meaning, are they being talked about in other people's content? Are they being discussed in news networks? Are they... Mm. 
am I, have I discovered, or have other people told me about them? Mm-hmm. I think a lot of the people that, that I follow are people that I've discovered, but a lot of them are also people like that I've discovered not without, with, with no outside help, but just like going through YouTube or yeah. going through Instagram, finding different videos. But if, if someone is talked about in someone else's video, and this isn't always true, um, like this isn't like the one measure of celebrity, obviously, but I think one, that's just one of the ways I see it is if I discover them through a different quote unquote celebrity that I follow. Hmm. So the measure of celebrity is if you put this person in your thumbnail, you get more views. Sure. That's, uh, <laughs> that's, that's a measure fair. of a YouTube celebrity. That's fair. Honestly. That, I mean, that's, that's part of it. Yeah. I'm not sure how it's, I, it's really hard how I personally measure it when I think about it. I think there's a, at my, at my sort of most basic level, I think the way that I measure it is simply by, <coughs> oh, bless you. Simply by follower count. Yeah. Really. Which Cause I'm like, true. how many, how many yeah. followers does that person have? They're super famous or maybe it's not even that. Cause like I did a while ago, I did like this deep dive into like, who, who really has like the most followers on Instagram, for example. And I was surprised that like these athletes who I think of as like incredibly famous, like Tom Brady or yeah. even like LeBron James, LeBron James isn't even the top 50 most followed people yeah. on, on Instagram, but I would say he's one of the top 50 most famous people oh, in the United absolutely. States. Easily. And let's flip that around. The most, subs- the YouTube channel with the most subscribers, PewDiePie yeah. is not very well known no. in, in my circles yeah, or so, in my, or in the people that I talk to in anybody older than me. Yeah. So I guess I don't, I don't measure it by followers. I don't measure it by money because I don't actually know how much money each person makes. Right. I have a perceived idea of it, right. but I don't know. So it probably is recognizability. Right. And I, I think that that is do what I, I would rec- say too. Yeah. Do I recognize their name yeah. do, when I see their face? And do I, I know what their name is? It's funny that I joked about it at the, at the beginning of this question, but I think that the verified symbol is a big part of that. Yeah. I mean, seeing someone, even if you don't recognize their name, seeing a verified check mark on it's Instagram like, oh, or they Twitter must be is somebody of right. importance. This is this is clearly someone. Let's go check them out. Yeah. Like you, if you if you see a name you don't know just scrolling through Instagram or something, you're not going to go check out that name no, but unless it's like an incredible mark. video or an incredible photo, unless you see a blue check mark next yep. to their name. Totally. Totally. That's so true. So I think it is like at my most basic instinct, it's recognizability. However, when I think about it and like the celebrities that I like and enjoy and put my trust in it's way more a merit of the work that they do. Yeah. It's their contribution to what they do on screen in a movie, or it's the types of videos they make, or it's the types of posts that they do on Instagram. It's way more about their contribution than it is anything else. But that, that's more of like who I discern, I follow, who I yeah. put my trust in. And I think it's interesting that we can... we as individuals can have our own celebrities to ourselves yeah. who are not necessarily celebrities to the public. Yeah, for sure. Like, do you consider, would you for yourself consider Philip DeFranco a celebrity? 
So it's this, yeah, yeah, because it's this question of like, if I met Philip DeFranco, would that be? Would like you a, flip out? I wouldn't flip out. I don't okay. think, but it would be a cool thing. Yeah, and I would, I would like, if I saw him walking down the street one day, I would recognize him. Aaron would not probably. Yeah, I would recognize him. But like, that's Philip DeFranco, and she would be like, oh, that's cool. Is go it, back to her life. I would want to go over and yeah. thank him for the videos that he makes because they really mean a lot to me and I really enjoy them. Yeah. Whereas if Aaron sees this like blogger that she follows that has 150,000 followers on Instagram, she is like starstruck when they like walk down the street and she yeah. sees them. She's like, wow, I follow that. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I've never seen that person in my life. Yeah. So I think a lot of it is personal. I mean, totally. celebrity is very individual, I think. Well, because there's people who like, they will come see me at like a speaking engagement and like, they're like nervous to yeah. talk to me when it's like, I am on like quadruple Z list of like yeah. celebrities, but I do have people who don't know me personally, who follow me and enjoy the work that I do. Yeah. And in their eyes, I've made a contribution. But yeah. And, and even in like tiny circles. So the way me and John got connected was through, um, a youth theater organization called CYT, and within CYT, there are, like, these CYT, quote-unquote, celebs. Totally. Like, John is, like, everyone in, in this, like, pretty big circle um, knows who John is and is, like, oh, my gosh, I love John Jorgensen, or, like, Matt Seiler, or Ryan Simpson. I mean, these right. people who are celebrities mm -hmm. in this very niche circle totally. of people. Which I guess then, this kind of goes back to even one of our first conversations um, in talking about, like, just generally with media, like, we all now are a media network and we all are a media platform. Mm -hmm. I think at the same time, because of that, each and every one of us has some sort of sense of celebrity, you know? Like, I have my own sort of following of people who people would, if they saw me walking down the street, they would be like, oh my gosh, look at that. But the thing is, like, just by the fact that you make videos on YouTube, you do as well. Yeah. You know, and any of us do. Like, Erin does. She has people, like, there was like, something that happened last week where they ran into people, her and her mom ran into people while we were shopping, and they saw Erin and they're like, oh my gosh, I love your Instagram. <laughs> and I was like, what? That's amazing. Yeah. How many followers does she have? She has like 5,000, 6,000 followers. See, it's you know? just so personal. It it's totally like, it's is. It's so personal. It totally is. Now, that being said, I think it, it is important to mention that when we talk about recognizability in, as a measure of celebrity, and really just the whole conversation of celebrity, none of this actually matters inherently in and of itself. It's really about at least for me, not to moralize this or get preachy, but it really is about how you use that platform and how you use that influence. That's what matters. The idea, like this idea of celebrity for the sake of celebrity, I don't believe is something to aspire to. Mm -hmm. What I do think is something worthwhile to aspire to is to achieve a certain platform or achieve a certain follower count so that you can make the contribution that you want to make in the world just on a larger scale. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I think that's important to mention because we've been talking so much about this idea of celebrity and it doesn't necessarily mean though that it's something that is, that we are putting on a pedestal is like, this is, 
this is important or these are the people who are important. I think the people who are important are the, a lot of people who are using their celebrity regardless of how big or small it is yeah. to make a difference or make a contribution in yeah. the world. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I thought not to, not to moralize things, not to get all preachy. It kind of seems like you're getting preachy, But if John. you would like to see me get preachy, <laughs> you can subscribe to my Christian YouTube channel. <laughs> and, and if you want to see me not get preachy you can subscribe you to can my subscribe, subscribe to Chris's and see videos about water bottles although people have told me that I am pretty negative on YouTube how dare you which is like fair yeah a couple of my videos have been pretty negative which I like do feel bad about I didn't realize that my 368 video was as negative as it was how dare you until I posted it how dare these Why people above farting? us I, <laughs> these people in the apartment above us I'm guessing is Really going to town. They're really going to town on their floors or something. I'm like, why are we why are we doing this right now? And why are they doing this right now? I don't know. I don't know. So I apologize uh, for any of the construction noises that have been <laughs> happening throughout this entire episode. Especially this, though. Yeah, especially but, this. But it's like, but like you said, it is important to use your platform, whatever it is, to try and not necessarily push an agenda. No. But... I mean, share your views, share your thoughts. My next video, which will might be out by the time this comes out, I'm not sure, but is about the straws, mm. like drinking straws, but specifically about the environment. And yeah. it's like, how can I help have an impact on something that I think about a lot, that I'm passionate about, mm-hmm. um, but with the platform that I have? Right. And even if yours is providing just escapism for people... You know, whether it's through comedy or this or that, I just, I really appreciate people who use their platform to try and make a positive difference in the world. Right. I think those are the people who, who gain my trust, to be honest. Yeah. And I I think that's important. Yeah. All right. Uh, Do we want to project anything forward? Yeah. So let's talk five years from now. In a world where I'm over 30. Oh my gosh. And Chris is a fully established adult. Hashtag. Actually, don't expect yourself to be a fully established adult by 23. Okay. It's not going to happen. Maybe it will. Maybe it will. Didn't happen for me. I'm ahead of the curve. You never know. That's right. That's right. You got a podcast at 18. I've got a podcast at 18. Look Look out. Look at me go. Look out. Um, Sorry, you were asking. My apologies. In five years, in a world. What year is that going to be? 2023? That's 20, crazy. In 2023. What will celebrity... In the third term of President Trump. <laughs> <laughs> go on, go on. No, that won't be a... Th- that'd still be in the It'd second term. In the second. <laughs> so... It was more... It, for the effect, I get mm-hmm. it. If we talk seven years... It, okay, in five years, okay. what will celebrity look like? Yeah, I, I think a for me tall, short, skinny. They'll be what tall, a- <laughs> uh, Scandinavian. Oh, wearing a pink sweatshirt. Incredible! Is and, it you and right a big, now? Big chin, <laughs> big chin, and a jawline. Are you That's Scandinavian? Yeah, Norwegian. Okay. Cheers. Cheers. Yep. I am a quarter Swiss. Oh, Tatskraha. Good for you. No, cheese. I eat a lot of Swiss cheese. Oh, that was a terrible, terrible joke. joke. I don't even like cheese. I'm sorry. Oh, um, in five years. In five years. What <laughs> celebrity look like? I, I think it comes back for me to sort of my big light bulb through this conversation, which has been, I think it will come... Ding! Ding! Dong! Um, it'll come down to people who 
one of two things. One, they are either mainstream celebrities who have discovered the importance of using social platforms to create a relationship mm-hmm. or the other side of it will be what digital celebrities that have formed a relationship if they even want to will find their way into the mainstream yeah to to make movies or to make tv shows or whatever that is so uh, where i see it is i think the mainstream will become will morph into the social influencer hmm. I think that, like, obviously, yes, movie stars are always going to exist. Movies are always going to be produced. And, like, that is always going to be its own class of people. But I think that the mainstream, there's there's going to be a lot more blending of the line between traditional and digital media and a lot more blending of the line of of digital and traditional celebrities. Yeah, I think a lot of people, specifically athletes, will really begin to see, and I think they already are, begin to see the importance of creating this digital following because what that does, especially as an athlete, there's only a window to play professional sports. Mm -hmm. Like, these people are retiring by their mid-30s, mid to late 30s. 30s. So then what do you do? Yeah. That's always the big question for athletes because you've made, you know, hopefully a bunch of money at that point. But really it's like if you have built up this following, then you have an easier way to continue to make a living post your career. Yeah. You you've really diversified your ways to make a living, really. So I think I think you're right. I have never ever heard this much noise. Hey, have you ever lived in an apartment? No. Oh, welcome. I'm a 18 year old boy. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, gosh. I live in the suburbs. Oh, in gotcha. A home. No, oh, I'm. I apologize. No, it's okay. Trust me. I'm offended. This is nothing. This is nothing. Because you lived in New York. I have lived in New York. Yeah, I have. How yeah. long are you there again? Like two years. Yeah. yeah. And that was while you were um, in. In my early 20s? No, what wasn't that when you were in a show? Yes. Right, okay. Yeah. What show was I was it? in Mamma Mia. Okay, that's what I thought. Yes, correct. You were Sky. I was. Nailed it. Like the role of Sky. Was a celebrity at that point. Were you living? No. Yeah. I met a couple celebrities. Like who? Who'd you meet? Carly Ray Jepsen. Okay, nice. Jeffrey Tambor. Don't know who that is. See, that's... That's a generational thing. I yeah. Think. I mean, Jeffrey Tambor is a pretty recognizable actor. He's the guy in Transparent. He's in Arrested Development. Oh, yes. He plays uh, the dad, I think. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so that's Jeffrey Tambor. Cool. Anyway, uh, you want to give me your pick of the week? Let's give the pick of the week. So we... Intro music to the pick of the week. Intro music. It's our favorite thing we saw. Intro music. <laughs> we need to put real music in here at some point. Um, so we forgot to do our pick of the week last Last week, we are very sorry. We got distracted by... There's no excuse. It's <laughs> just... I'm just embarrassed by it. Yeah. Okay. So we didn't do our pick of the week. So I have two. John has one because he's one. a slacker. Um, wait, wait, wait. Are you just sharing your one from last week and yeah. a new one? Yeah. Oh, I can share my one from last week. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, so John, do you want to kick us off with your pick of the weeks? Uh, so should I do both or should I do last week's? You do last week's. How do you want to do it? Sure. Let's go back and forth. Okay. Back and forth. So my one from last week was the season finale to Sharp Objects on HBO. Sharp Objects, for those of you who don't know, it is a TV show uh, directed by Jean-Marc Vallée based on the novel by Gillian Flynn, who also wrote Gone Girl, if you read that book or saw that movie. Um, and the season finale was last week, and the 
final line of the show is like a the last jaw, line jaw dropper what it's it, not even the last I episode? read the book I read the book I knew how it ended and I still like stood up off the couch and was like what is so is that the last season or is there it, like I think more? it's only like a one season thing because it's a book although That's if it's anything like bummer. 13 reasons why or big little lies they're gonna find a way to extend it past the book to make more money so which i'm not a big fan of so hopefully they just let it be what it is because it's a great show that's super interesting. We're going to plug future weeks because um, we're going to do an episode soon about book to movie yeah. transitions, um, which we're excited about. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, my pick of the week last week was I discovered that New York Times has a YouTube channel um, and they I found this one video um, about New York City train systems and it is oh yeah you sent me this probably my favorite video I've seen I've shown it to a couple people since then it's so good who have lived once you've lived in New York too you really get it it's it's so good it I mean just the good. editing the storytelling I mean it's it's almost like a mini documentary which it's is, like 11 minutes long right it's quite the YouTube video which is what I which is what I love I mean that's exactly what I want my um, channel to be is like that editing style. And I'm trying to find the name of the video, um, which I have right here. It's called How Did New York Trains Get So Bad by the New York Times. Yes, Go look it good. up. It's very good. Quite good. Um, this week's. This week's for me is another HBO thing. Just shout to HBO. We get it. You have HBO. Shout to HBO. Um, it is a stand-up special mm. called Drew Michael. Drew Michael, I'm... I, I'm gonna say this wrong, so I want to make sure that I get it right. I believe he is a writer for. Oh gosh, come on, Dad, let's go. I call my computer Dad sometimes. What? Yeah, I know. Why? Um, because it is. Old? He is a writer on Saturday Night Live for Weekend Update. That's right. So he is a writer for Weekend Update, but also a stand-up, and he has a new stand-up special directed by Gerard Carmichael, who is in Neighbors. He has a TV show. Um, I forget what network it's on. But anyway, he's another stand-up, a young stand-up. And Drew Michael, it is unlike any other stand-up special I've ever seen before because there's no audience. So mo- the, the vast majority of the 50 minutes of stand-up is him standing alone in like a dark room. You're not sure like where it is or where he is. And it's just like one shot. And he's just wandering around this room, delivering his stand-up to the camera. That's incredible. The camera to you. And there are big portions of it. It's intercut with, like, these scenes with, like, a girlfriend where it's just her and they're having, like, a FaceTime call. Scandalous. So it's, like, kind of... There are big portions of it that I don't really think work. Yeah. Then there's a couple portions of it that really, really work. Yeah. I think, but I always love when people experiment with a form and, yeah. and try something new. And whenever someone tries something new, there's going to be pieces of it that don't work. But the fact that he was successful at all in anything, it's really worth a watch because it's just, especially if you like stand up, it just yeah. takes this form where everyone kind of does the same thing and it totally changes it up for a new digital age that's awesome so i need to see that yeah i want to one thing this is not my pick of the week but have you seen bo burnham's specials i've seen them all yeah multiple times i just they're so interesting they're they're so so different his his last one um what was his last one what no it was at make happy oh yeah right his 
whole Kanye oh my gosh, song at the so end funny. is is really really great. But just the way it just is like a show. It's yeah. not a well because he was special. a theater kid, right? So like the the lighting, the yeah. sound design, he, it's he so uses good. everything yeah. that he possibly can to make a joke. It's so good, and his comedy is very very smart. It a lot of people write him off because it's really it can be like viewed as really raunchy, yeah, and quite offensive. But he's <laughs> but through it through it all, he's so intelligent. He's actually making yeah. a point about things. Yes. Which is why I think it's so worth watching. Yes. Um, so, but my pick of the week is we. I just started watching another Aaron Sorkin show. Um, it's an older show, but it's called Studio Sixty on the Sunset Strip. Oh. Um, it features um, Matthew Perry, who was Chandler on Friends, um, and then one of the characters from West Wing. One of the actors. I don't remember his name. But it's we. Wa- I've watched the first two episodes so far, and I really like it. Um, so that is my pick of the week. It's on Hulu. It's on Hulu. Is that where you're watching it? You no, watching I got it from the library. I'm watching it on DVD. Library. Who Old school. Are you? Well, I don't have Hulu. You got, you're watching it on DVD. DVD, John. I. You just became way less of a. Uh, is it Bradley Whitford? Um. No, I don't think so. Yeah, it is. Bradley Whitford. Yeah, it's Bradley Whitford. Oh, and like Sarah Paulson's in it. And... Yeah, it's good. Um, so that that is that is our show. Um, I want to plug really quickly iTunes. Mm-hmm. Starting hopefully in the next episode, if not, definitely in the episode after that, mm-hmm. we will be answering your questions on the episode. Indubitably. Indu. Yes. Um, so if you leave a five-star review on iTunes and then ask a question in your review, then we will um, try to answer that in the next couple of episodes. That's right. Yeah. That's it? I think that's it. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, thank you. Tune in um, next week for episode three. Three. Yeah. See you next time. And in the meantime, don't do drugs. Just, Just make stuff. stuff. Music out. End of the show. End of the show. End of the show.